chapter 33 verse 14 Hebrews chapter 4 verse 9 and 10 and 11 reading from the English standard version and the Lord said to Moses my presence will go with you and I will give you rest my presence will go with you Moses and I will give you rest Hebrews chapter 4 verse 9 through 11, English Standard Version, says, So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did rest from his works. So let us therefore strive. King James Version says, let us labor to enter that rest. I, I want to speak to you this morning on a downloaded rest. A downloaded rest. As you know, our theme this year is um, the year of rest. And it is, it is not a rest that you would think of like taking a, a rest in the sense of uh, taking a nap. Well, there's a, there's a rest that comes from God, and the Bible says, and this is a theme that I'm really taking to heart, that God is saying, if you will take a rest, if you will take my rest, I will do the rest. If you will take my rest, I will do the rest. Could you turn to somebody next to you and tell them you're working far too hard? You're working far too hard. This is a year where you will do less. No, that's really up to you. But this is a year where God wants to do us to do le less so that he can do more. So that no one will get the credit for what gets done but God. And, and this area of the country is is a tough place for us to comprehend that because we really value uh, a a merit-based system meaning that if you work hard you will get rewarded and that is true there, there needs to be some effort but there there is there's a scripture in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 through 10 which says by grace are you saved through faith not of your own works or effort it is what a a gift this favor is a gift of God and I like the message Bibles it says so that no one gets to brag and then it says you were created in Christ Jesus to do good works good works is God works are you with me and and these works were already prepared for you to do before you were even 
God already has your story mapped out. But here's the challenge, if I can borrow you here. Here's, here's the challenge, and that is God's, God has a path for you that is already mapped out. And so here's this path where he already has somebody who's going to let you get in the school that you need to get into. He already has somebody who's going to have you get the job that you need to get. He already has, you know, I was going to say the woman that you're going to marry, but she's already up there, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> get a brother in trouble. <laughs> but my point is that he already, oh, sorry, I'm not finished yet. He already has it mapped out. And so there's this book that I really encourage you to get in your library. It's a book by Henry Blackaby, and, it, and, it, and, he, and the book is called Experiencing God. And his whole philosophy is with, when it comes to his walk with God is find out where God is working and join him. God is already at work before you arrive. He already has people. He will fire people and put people in that position so that you will get favor. But so here's the challenge, and that's why you need the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says in John uh, 16, 13, that the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into the truth. But what happens is that the enemy, he will distract you. Distract you. The word distract comes from a Latin word, distraho, which means to draw you away. So you're supposed to go down this path, but the enemy will draw you this way. And when he draws you this way, that means you on your own. You, 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 you got to make things happen that God has already reserved for you to happen without your works. Are you with me? Are you, and, and God has the ability for some of you. God took, you were in one continent and your wife or husband was in another continent. And God caused you to go to school in this area so that you can meet your life partner. Only God could have done that quiet in here so maybe you didn't anyways bless the lord so there's a downloaded rest and i really believe that this is the year that when we look back we're gonna say wow i've accomplished more in this one year than in the past 10 years because i've entered god's sweet zone which is the place of rest at mm, Adam in the Garden of Eden, he didn't have to work. He simply had to manage. The word manage comes from a Latin word, menus, which means hand. God says, basically, I'm going to make things grow. I just need you to handle it. So you can either try to make things grow yourself or let God allow things to God and you just handle or another maybe more pertinent word for that is steward what God has given you. And turn to your neighbor so you don't get mad at me and say, neighbor, are you a good steward of your time? Oh, shantobo. There's a lot about spending money. And we may not all have the same amount of money, but how are you spending something even more precious, your time? And we're going to have to give an account to God for how we spent our time. 
know more about Fortnite than the fortress of the Lord. But let me just let me just look at the clock. All right. Hebrews chapter 4 says, God owns rest. Matthew chapter 11 lets us know that rest is a gift from God. You don't just take rest. He gives it. We said that the word, there's two Greek words for the word rest. In Matthew chapter 11, when he says, I will give you rest, it is the word anaposis, which means to pause, uh, to breathe in the midst of. Don't want to spend too much time about that. And then there's cataposis, which is uh, a kata means down from. So there is a pause. There is a rest that comes down from who? Down from God. Are you with me so far? John, James chapter 1 verse 17 says, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, okay, in whom there is no, well, the King James Version says, no, no shifting shadows. Okay, and that's where we get our song, uh, Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see, all I've needed thy hand hath provided, there's no shifting shadows, there's no shadows. He, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, what do you mean, the, the shadows move be based on the sun, yeah. God's not shifty, you can trust him, he, he will be in the same place always. Uh, is this is making sense. So we're, we're talking about the fact that there's a downloaded rest. I, I'm going to talk about Exodus chapter 33, verse 14. I thought I was going to talk about it today, but the Lord said uh, next Sunday, because it's communion Sunday and everybody's in the building, uh, on both buildings, uh, this, 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 this rest that God gives from his presence is so powerful that we really need to all get this in our spirit. So I want to talk to you about Hebrews. Now, to give you some context, because we read Hebrews and we kind of just, most of us hop into our favorite Hebrews chapter, verse 11, chapter 11. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, and on and on and on and on. No, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the word of God is quick. We, but we, many of us don't have any context of of why Hebrews was written. Are, are you following me? Why Hebrews uh, was written. And, and, and so I'm going to ask you to just give us, to, to, to say the subtitle of the sermon and say to yourself, self, don't turn back. Okay, say that again. Self, don't turn back. One more time. Say self, no, no matter how hard it gets, don't Turn back. Hebrews, of course, it, many of us realize now that Hebrews was not written by the Apostle Paul. The writing style was different, etc. But the book of Hebrews was written between uh, 64 A.D. and 70 A.D. 70 A.D. was um, the year that Rome invaded uh, uh, Jerusalem and and burned the city down, burned the temple down, and that was it. it the, the Jews, it was almost like God was saying, because when, when you read the book of, uh, of Hebrews, the writer is trying to convince the Jewish uh, believers not to go back to Judaism. 
Are you following me? No, don't go back to uh, you know offering goats and uh, and offering uh, uh, um, sacrifices, blood sacrifices, because because when Jesus came, all that was abolished, and it's almost as if they kept going back. So God allowed Rome to come in. I'm not saying he sent Rome, but he allowed Rome to come in and they burnt down everything so that now, even today, the Jews, Jewish religion cannot return back to burning idols, stop burning uh, animals for sacrifice. And because the new sacrifice, anybody know what the new sacrifice is now? The new sacrifice is the sacrifice of praise. Anybody tracking with me so far? So, what, now, so what's going on in the book of Hebrews? It, well, around um, 49 AD, okay, um, the, the uh, emperor is Claudius. And, and what's happening is now is that Jesus, he, he dies, and he, no, he dies, he, he, he ascends into heaven around 34 AD. And for the next 15 years, everybody track with me? For the next 15 years, the, the, the church, again, it, it, is, it is Jewish, basically. Are you tracking with me so far? And, and so these new Jewish people who have received Christ are arguing with the old Jewish people saying, you don't have to do Passover anymore. You don't have to do moon sacrifices anymore. You don't have to, you don't have to do that anymore because Christ has abolished all that. Are you with me so far? That's why Hebrews is really the book of faith. It, it's no longer works. It's no longer blessed. You don't need a high priest anymore. Jesus is the high priest. But the problem is, is that what we don't understand is that there were fights over this. Like there is now. I do, I do, I need to be more descriptive. There was fights among the believers. Mm -hmm. And, and, and there were fist fights and, and people were being executed. Like, how dare you say, look, we've been doing this for over 2,000 years, and you're now saying that this carpenter has wiped out everything? Oh, no. It got so bad that Claudius said, no, I had enough. And in 49 AD, he said, every Jewish person in Rome, you're getting out of here. So he he basically kicked out every Jewish person in the city of Rome so that Rome could have peace. Five years later, after Claudius dies, all the Jews are allowed to come back. Are you following so far? And then what happens is that then this guy named Nero comes. And, and Nero, uh, 64 AD, there was a fire that started in the city of Rome where half of Rome burned down. And Nero said, the Christians did it. So they started rounding out Christians. And they would have the games in the Colosseum where they would feed Christians to the lions. And then when it got dark, they said, oh, we need lights to continue the show. So they would take Christians and tie them to a post and light them on fire so that the entertainment could continue. 
So you have these Jewish believers who are like, all right, it's bad enough that I got to spend my life fighting against my cousins and my brothers and sisters about Jesus is real. We don't have to do that anymore. And, and, and you know, some of you, some of like your, 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 you know, you know, when you have holiday dinners, are you with me? There's some topics that you just say, no, there's no politics going to be talked at the table. Because you know, there's about a fist fight over, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, maybe that touched too sore a spot. But anyways, it's so th it's bad enough that I have to deal with that. But now if I say that I'm a Christian, I could be turned into a lamppost. I can, I can be turned into, a, into stadium lighting. So the Jewish people, the Jewish Christians were like, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go back. And that's why the writer of Hebrews is trying to convince them, do not go back to where you used to be. Tell the person next to you, don't go back. Don't go back. In Hebrews chapter 10, it says about in verse uh in verse 39, around there it says, hold, let us, well, 23, 39, around there, it says, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering because he's faithful, that promise. In other words, what you have been saying God is going to do just because you have a setback, don't go back. Just praise God right there because some of you all needed to hear that. You have been you have been taking blows from the devil and, and you're ready to release and you release what God has given you. In fact, the writer of Hebrews says the just shall live by faith. And if any man turn back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. Don't go back. And he's saying you need to enter the rest of God. And, and there is a downloaded rest. There is a rest that comes from God. There is a rest that you need from God that's not just taking a break. It is a downloaded rest. It is a rest that when you're in his presence, he just downloads rest. I was talking to, the, to uh, my, my group of teenagers in our small group for Blessing Generations, and I, and I told them, I said, we were talking about, and I told everyone, I said, you are not simply a leader. You're not simply a leader. What did I say you were? Pioneers. Pioneers. That's different. You, that, me, that means you're a trendsetter. And I talked about Steve Jobs, how, you know, before he came, we, we were listening to music on, on, on cassettes, Walkmans. Hey, some of y'all acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. That's all right. Walkmans and and all of a sudden he comes with this little device called the iPod, and you can you can you can fit hundreds of albums on this little device. Pioneer, are you hearing me? Pioneer, and I forgot my point. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you. Who said download? Help the brother out. Thank you very much. Do and so, so who would have thought that, you know, and, 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 and 
just so that you understand. Thank God, because if I said this, you wouldn't believe me. But if you go into Central Square, there is a shop called Cheapo Records. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and you can go there. You had to go someplace to buy music. I know that you're looking at me like, what? You had to go someplace. And, and as a matter of fact, in the 70s, if I wanted the latest gospel music, like the latest, I had to go, I had to take a bus or a train to New York just to get the newest. You're like, yeah, you, you actually had to go someplace to get music. Now you just press a button and it just magically appears. Oh, thank God for the download. Come on. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You used to go and buy a box of records. And, and then on top of that, can I get a witness? On top of that, if you like, if you like the song, you had to buy the whole album. Can I, am, I, am I right about it? Like, I want one song. You paying $10. Like, I want this. Uh, all these other songs that are like, you know, I don't even want But now, thank God. Thank God. Thank God for iTunes. You only have to buy one. And then they came out with Spotify. Shut that up. Oh, now you don't have to buy nothing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Downloaded. There's a download rest. And this rest, when it's downloaded, it is when God downloads three things to you. And I'll finish. He'll download things to you. And we talked last week about what happened to one of our members that God just downloaded this ridiculous job that they didn't look for and a ridiculous hourly salary that, that God would just download things into your life. Are you with me? Second thing God wants to download is opportunities. Opportunities. Opportunities that you would have never, you could not put together to save your soul. Uh, if you can show the next screen, I think it's there. Okay. This is, it, this is crazy. Download opportunity. Um, Brother Jamil's brother passed away uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he asked me to do the funeral and officiate the funeral. So I'm preaching, officiating the funeral. And all of a sudden, this woman runs up to me, and she says, you're Vanessa's dad. I'm like, yeah, I don't know who you are. And then she says, we all work with Vanessa. Now I know where Vanessa gets her personality from and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who are you? And then they said, oh, Robert Scott used to work at our school for 20 years. And so we all came to his funeral, but we didn't know you were going to be here, and I didn't know they were going to be here. What's the point I'm making? I had an opportunity to preach the gospel to these public school teachers that would have never <laughs> occurred if, if God didn't set this up. So they got to hear the gospel without me coming into the Baldwin school and said, you need to repent. 
to which the police would come. <laughs> say, yeah, you may be a chaplain, but I don't care. You got to get up on out of here. You know, and then Vanessa has to leave the school and that one. <laughs> you need to be, not beware, be aware that every day God wants to download opportunities. Stop saying, and, I, and this is the Lord chastising him, stop saying things like, you know, you bump into somebody that you haven't seen in a while, or you, and you bump into him, you're like, gee, you know, I was just thinking about you. And then you walk away not realizing, wait a minute, God, why did I bump into this person at this moment, at this day? Maybe God is trying to do something a little bit extra. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to share. Let, let's, let, let's learn to press pause in our lives and say, Holy Spirit, why did this happen at this moment out of the norm? Is this a downloaded opportunity? And then finally, I want to talk to you about a downloaded concept. And then we'll let you, uh, the Sunday school kids go. And that is when God just downloads ideas and concepts and and thoughts. Some of you, as we're going to be entering to our consecration, you need to be in the habit. I know some of you already get this. You need to be in the habit of carrying some kind of notebook or your or your phone. Because how many of you you just walk, you weren't even paying attention of anything, and all of a sudden God just downloaded a thought, an idea, a concept, and it's just you know what? Okay. And my point is, is that, and, and and how many of you you woke up at night? And something was just downloaded into your spirit and you didn't write it down because you were too tired to get back up. And then you got back up. Holy Spirit, remind me. Like, I ain't remind you of nothing. You should have got your blessed assurance out of bed. Can I get a witness out there? Amen. We're going to, let's all stand. No, Sunday school students stand. Sunday school students stand. We're going to let you go. Before you go, just stand where you are. Just stand where you are. And for one minute, point your hand in the direction of the kids who are standing up, the children, and let's pray right now that the Lord will bless them. Come on, let's pray for them. Let's pray, let's pray. You don't know what they're facing when they go to school this week. Lord, speak to them. Lord, encourage them. We'll protect them. Lord, keep your hand upon them. Lord, encourage them. Lord, speak to them through their Sunday school teachers. In your name we ask it. Amen. 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 Well, you all can go now. It's my final point. Mr. Kennedy. So, his hit. The reason why I want to talk about downloaded concepts is that I was minding my own business and and I and I was at a prayer retreat, a pastor's prayer retreat, which I wasn't going to go to because I didn't really have the time because I was flying out to North Carolina uh, the next day. But I decided to go because there's just some brothers that I really wanted to see. And one of the uh, brothers who I've been praying with for years from uh, New York. He said, oh, you know, he's 
he, he, we were in a circle. He said, um, I, I, I gave this book to every member of our church. Uh, it's called Reset, How to Reset Your Prayer Life, uh, because we're really pushing to reestablish prayer in our church. And, and I, uh, I was like, oh, my goodness. And I looked at it and, of course, looked up one of the definitions of the word reset. It means to rest. And I was like, wow, God. And, it, and, it, and it's 20, it's 20, basically 20 uh, small little nuggets that you read for 20 days. Because it is said that if you do something for 21 days straight, you'll actually establish a habit. And so when I got this, I was like, oh, shoot. This is what I need to, to have for our church. And, and so what I, I, so this is, this is, and I really believe that the key to our establishing our prayer lives and entering into rest is to reset our prayer lives. These chapters are only about two or three pages. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can do that. Okay. So I, I so want you to reset your prayer life that everybody who comes to the annual will get one of these for free. Okay? And me and my wife, we were we were like, no, we're going we're going to buy these ourselves cuz we we really believe that So if you're at the annual, you don't have to oh, give me one. You're going to get one for free. Yeah. Okay. But I may not be at the annual though, you know. You need to pray then. <laughs> uh, but so I, I want to, I'm going to give one to two out-of-towners, first of all, because I didn't see her here. But this beautiful lady, which you did not know, Claudia, this is, she was my Sunday school teacher. <laughs> I had a crush on her. So I married her youngest sister. <laughs> ah. And then got another friend from New York, Miss Eleanor. Yes, Miss Eleanor Joy. She's from. She goes to uh, a member of my mentor's church, Bethel Gospel Assembly, uh, Bishop Ezra Williams. But I, I want to encourage you. We're, we're going to be going on two 20-day consecrations. You say, why two? So that I don't mess up uh, certain people's anniversaries. Uh, is your anniversary right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, 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 it's all right. Our birthday. Oh, your wife's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, it's wife's birthday. Jamie keeps saying, every time, every time it's my wife's birthday, you all have a consecration. So. <laughs> <laughs> And then also help out, you know, you college students who are going on spring break who like, I ain't, I ain't doing any consecration. I'm like, I don't care what you do, Pastor. I'm putting it on pause and then I'll come. So, so we, we, we have two, one in March, one in April, where we're going to be before the Lord. And you'll hear more about it. But the Lord has downloaded this concept. Okay. And there's, again, there's three things that God wants to download supernaturally. He wants to download things in your life. The things that you need. What do you mean things? First Corinthians chapter 2, verse, I think it's verse uh, 7 to 11. 
eyes have not seen, right? Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of men, the, the what? The things God has prepared for those who love him. But God reveals those things to us. They're downloaded by his spirit. This is, again, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. For the spirit knows all things, the deep things of God. The last verse says this, the natural man, meaning the way you think and I think, cannot receive things of the spirit. In other words, your natural man cannot receive the download. That's why we have to pray. Prayer. Mm, I like this. This is nice. Turn your name and say, neighbor, prayer is your spiritual Wi-Fi. And tell them that the password is the blood of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 9 says we have access through the blood. You want to download? You need to pray. There will be no download if you don't pray. Because I believe that God is going to start downloading things so quickly, you, you won't even have time to write. You'll have to just record. Songs, concepts, things that you never thought of. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this school comes to mind. God says, apply for that. Apply for this grant. Uh, you know, uh, leave that sorry job and, and, and go for a new one and, and leave your job and go to ministry. Well, how am I going to get the money? Don't worry about it. I got you covered. It don't make sense. I'm just going to, not only will I download in you the idea, I will download it.